financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or a skilled mechanic, Corey Sickles of Safe Harbor Retirement Group is the professional who helps to get everything financially tuned. Corey Sickles is the president of Safe Harbor Retirement Group. He believes in providing personalized, high-quality financial services for a diverse group of clients at all income levels. Corey has been helping people reach their retirement goals for over 19 years. Contact Corey at 614-760-0670 or on the web at safeharboroh.com. And now here's Corey to help you be financially tuned. We are back this week with another program of Financially Tuned. I am Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. And today we are going to be talking about creating a legacy that counts. With me this week is Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, you know what, Corey? I am doing great today. I've had a great week. Uh, I love the summer weather. How about you? I'm doing good. Good. Weather's been great and uh, August is finally approaching. Really close here, and uh, summer's going to be ending here very soon. Yep, I love August is probably my favorite month out of the year. I love it. Usually the best weather. So today we're going to be discussing how to create a legacy that counts. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Well, I'm glad we're able to talk about this because it's a very important topic. And one of the things we do is we do cover this with all of our clients uh, that we meet with on a daily basis. And during our uh, dinner presentations as well, we do discuss legacy and being able to how to create that because it is a very important topic. But creating one's legacy takes time and it's in thoughtful planning. The idea of estate planning, preparing wills and trust, and working with attorneys can be disheartening for some. In this show, one of the things we will do is address ways you can easily and efficiently prepare your financial legacy. Well, that's great. What exactly is a financial legacy plan? Let's start there. Well, legacy planning is really a comprehensive assessment of your values and financial goals to help ensure your wealth is preserved, transferred properly, and more than anything that you realize, if you want to, be able to realize that for future generations. Your plan reflects a lifetime of effort and provides the knowledge that your wealth will be passed on to your children, grandchildren, brothers, sisters, or anyone that you really wish it to go to. So you really need to start planning now. Don't wait until it's too late. Well, that's good to know. And I think those are words to live by. What are some of the benefits to having a financial legacy? You know, one of the things we go over with our clients, first of all, is there's a couple things that you do want to be able to prepare for. The first one is, is you want to make sure everything is properly going to go the way that you really want it to go. The other side of that is, is you want to make sure that you do avoid probate. And here's the one thing that I'll say. We, we never know, you know when the time will come, but you really need to prepare now. So if something does happen unexpectedly, you know it's going to go the right way to who you really want it to go to. You know, there's many reasons and benefits as why you need to have a financial legacy. But if you don't plan your legacy, believe me, someone else will. And that someone else is usually a combination of the IRS and other gov government entities. And if you don't do it, I guarantee you this, your lawyers, your executors, your courts and accountants 
are going to be receiving part of the assets that you've really built your entire life for. So you do want to make sure that someone who has your best interests of your beneficiaries in mind, that's why you really want to plan your legacy. The distribution of your assets, whether in the form of property, stocks, you know, IRAs, 401ks, or liquid assets, can be complicated undertaking if you haven't left clear instructions about how you want, want them handled. I'm sure we all have examples of, you, of whether it's happened to you or someone within your family that they did not have the proper paperwork. And when the time came really to settlement, you know, to settle the estate, it became a nightmare. So by doing this, you're going to be able to create a, a lot easier environment after your death, you know, for your beneficiaries. So instead of leaving the decisions about how to distribute your asset to your family, attorneys, or financial professionals, you can preserve your legacy and your wishes by drafting a clear plan at, at basically any age. And one of the things that I, I will leave with this is, do you really want to have all your assets go to probate court? I think we all would say no. Well, definitely not. And that's what I've heard, Corey, is that a lot of people think uh, a will is good. A living will is good and a will is a good thing to have and prepare. But a lot of people think, oh, I've got a will I'm taking care of. That covers everything. But it really doesn't, does it? It does not. There's, there's one thing that you'll hear, especially when you come in and talk with us at, you know, at Safe Harbor, is this. One is, the one, the one thing that I'll say is, we're always going to talk about being able to make sure that you, what they call, fund your assets. What I mean by fund is you need to make sure that they're properly um, set up to avoid probate and go to your beneficiaries in the most efficient manner. And, you know, there's a handful of questions that you really should ask yourself when you're going through this planning process. And the first one basically is, is, are all my assets up to date? When I say up to date, we're really talking about from a beneficiary standpoint. Have my primary and contingent beneficiaries been designated? Here's one thing that I see quite a bit. Is, is a lot of times, especially with spouses, is they have basically primary, you know, prim, primary beneficiaries. But if something would happen to both you and your spouse at the same time, you need to make sure that you have it set up with contingent. Because if not, all those assets will go to probate. A couple other things is does my plan allow for a restriction of a beneficiary? Can you restrict it? You know, one of the things that we do uh, have all of our clients set up for is what they call a multi-generational IRA. And it, it's a simple concept, but would you rather have more of your money go to your beneficiaries or at Uncle Sam? And I think we all know the answer to that. And if you don't know what a multi-generational IRA is, then you should probably you know, take a couple minutes, schedule a meeting with us and come in and so we can talk to you about it. A couple other things are, are does my legacy plan address minor children? If you have children under the age of 21 in the state of Ohio, then you need to make sure that those assets are funded the correct way. And especially if you're dealing with your grandchildren or, or, or something like that, and just like a lot of things happen in life, and a lot of times you know, your children might be going through divorces or are divorced, and you want to make sure that that other spouse doesn't have any access to that cash. So it's very important that you're able to make sure that it's set up that way. Answers to these questions are critical. Do you want the final say in how your assets are distributed? Well, definitely. You've got a great point there, Corey. So are there a lot of people who haven't taken the time to plan their financial legacy? Surprisingly, we see a lot of that. And that's one of the first things that we, a lot of times, sit down with our clients, you know, even before we start looking at their assets, 
we sit down and do the review and make sure they understand on how they should actually structure all of their accounts. But if you're like most people, planning your estate isn't on the top of your list, you know, of things to do. Let's face it, it, it it's 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 a little time consuming and also makes you think of the worst worst possible situation and that is, you know, we're no longer here. But planning your income needs for retirement, managing your assets and just living your life without worrying about how your estate will be handled when you are gone, make making a legacy planning less than attractive for a Saturday afternoon task. So you really need to take care of it. You know, I, I always say now, let me throw out a few facts. A survey conducted by Harris Interactive uh, for Martindale Hubble states that approximately 55% of American adults do not have a will or estate plan in place, which means all those assets are going to go through the probate process and someone else could possibly make the decision on where that money goes. Even more specifically and possibly more shocking, a survey at rocketlawyer.com states that 41% of baby boomers have not legally stated who will get their inheritance. Also from this survey, 50% do not have a will to protect their family. So again, I'd say you need to take care of that now and don't wait. It's interesting to me that more people do not plan for, you know, for a financial legacy. However, on the other hand, there are people starting to plan their financial legacy more regularly than they have in the past. A poll done by ABC News states that the number of people who have a living will has grown. It has gone from basically 17% in 1991 to 41% currently. So people are taking action. Well, now that we've discussed the importance of having a financial legacy, what's usually one of the first things, Corey, that you would recommend someone do before they meet with you, a financial professional? Well, one of the things you definitely want to do is you want to, when you come in and meet with us, you want to bring all your relevant documents, financial statements, bank records, insurance policies, and anything else that might be pertinent. Bring it to my office. We'll go through it and make, sh- and make an organized inventory of where everything is, how the ownership is structured, and who the beneficiary destinations are. I also like to give them our from the heart journal, which provides a detailed outline to help make sure they're prepared and have everything lined up. And as a bonus to our listeners, they can visit my website at safeharboroh.com or call my office at 614-760-0670 to receive a complimentary from the heart journal to help them organize their documents and verify that they haven't missed any necessary steps to creating their lasting legacy. Well, you know what, Corey, now seems like a great time to take a quick break. Yes, and we will come back and discuss how to make that legacy plan that lasts. In some cases, bad advice can be more dangerous than a bad investment. To know where the danger lies, you need a financial professional on your side to help you organize your goals and have a complete understanding of the pros and cons of any financial decision. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we specialize in working with you to meet your financial goals and provide the advice that can bypass the hazards you may face. Visit us online at safeharboroh.com. Welcome back. Corey Sickles and I have been discussing the importance of a financial legacy and why you should plan for one. Yes, and planning and reviewing your financial legacy can be the first step in protecting it. It can be imperative for you to work with the right financial professional and the right firm. You want someone to handle your financial legacy with the same resolve as you do. Not preparing for a financial legacy seems to be a common occurrence among many Americans. We spend so much time saving and acquiring money and possessions, but we often neglect 
where all this will go when we are no longer here. Well, why should someone get started on leaving a financial legacy for their family and or loved ones? Well, eventually when your income need is filled and you have you know, sufficient standby money to meet your need for emergencies, travel, or other expenses that you're basically planning for, whatever isn't used during your lifetime be- does really become your financial legacy. And here's the other part that I would say, another reason why you want to do it is if something unexpectedly would happen, you want to make sure that it's also set up the right way. But the money that you do not use during your lifetime will either go to loved ones, unloved ones, charity, or the IRS. The question is, is who would you rather disinherit? And I really think everyone would say, I'd rather make sure that the courts and the IRS don't get anything, if, if, if at all possible. By having a legacy plan that clearly outlines your assets, your beneficiaries, and your distribution goals, you can make sure that your money and property is ending up in the hands of the people you determined beforehand. Without a clear plan, it is impossible for anyone to know if your beneficiary designations are current and reflect your wishes because you haven't clearly expressed who your beneficiaries are. If you have not clearly and effectively communicated your desires regarding the plan distribution of your legacy, you and your family may end up losing a large part of it. Well, that's not good. So what is specifically included in one's legacy? Well, when you start looking at, at all the assets that you've really accumulated, and you know this would be your bank accounts, this is also going to be your will or possibly a trust, life insurance policies, 401ks, IRAs, corporate benefit programs, defined benefit programs. It's your estate and any other accounts that that list a recipient or a beneficiary. Well, this seems like a lot to have to work with, Corey. Do you have any clients that become overwhelmed when planning their financial legacy? I think when you, when you actually sit down and start talking about all this, uh, clients do get overwhelmed. And one of the best things about coming in and meeting with Safe Harbor um, is this, is you can actually come in, sit down with us, and then Basically, the next meeting, we actually have attorneys right on site that can walk you with, through the process and also discuss the different types of options you have. The first and one of the largest steps is to set up an estate plan with a, you know, with a prof- financial professional like myself that reflects your desires and creates a detailed inventory of your assets and all your debts. You need to know what assets you have, who all the beneficiaries are, and how much they are worth and how they are titled. You can start by identifying and listing your assets. Now, this is a good starting point for working with a financial professional who can help who can help you determine the detailed information about your assets that will dictate how they are distributed upon your death. You've provided a lot of great information, and we've been learning a lot today about the importance of creating a financial legacy that lasts. Well, I'm glad you have found it helpful, you know, Tony, and I hope our listeners have too. Now it's about time for us to take another short break. But before we do, you can visit my website at safeharboroh.com or call my office at 614-760-0670 to receive a complimentary sample of our From the Heart Journal to help you get started on planning your financial legacy. We'll be right back with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor on Financially Tuned. <music> 
There are 96 different months you could file for Social Security benefits. There's over 9,000 combinations if you are married. But that's not all. There's advanced filing strategies that can also be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. To request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report from Safe Harbor Retirement Group, visit safeharboroh.com. The Social Security Maximization Report will tell you exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. All right, we're back with more Financially Tuned. We're here with our host and financial professional, Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor. Corey, how's everything going? If you're just tuning in, we have covered some ways to help protect your financial legacy and how important leaving a financial legacy can be. Well, Corey, earlier in the show, you mentioned estate planning as part of one's legacy planning. So what importance does estate planning have in the creation of your financial legacy? Estate organization is just as important as ever and affects everyone. Questions to ask yourself when reviewing your estate are, are your assets actually titled and held the way you think they are? Are your beneficiaries set up the way you think they should be? And have there been changes to your family or those you desire as beneficiaries? It's always important to be able to review these beneficiaries on an annual basis. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story, Tony, because I think it's an important one and you need to under, that everyone really needs to understand this because, you know, things do happen. People do get divorced. But I'm going to give you a little story about William Kennedy versus the plan administrator for DuPont Savings and Investment Plan. And this actually came from the U.S. Supreme Court in January of 2009. Well. Mr. Kennedy and his wife got a divorce, and under the divorce decree, his ex-spouse waived her rights and benefits from any of his retirement plan, which basically meant he wasn't supposed. She was not supposed to get any type of, or she wasn't supposed to get any type of money or benefits from him if something happened to him, according to the divorce decree. Well, here's what happened: Mr. Kennedy died, and basically, he did not change his beneficiary form. His beneficiary form still had his ex-wife on it, which meant the entire amount of money went actually to his ex-wife, even though in his will, it was supposed to go to his daughter. We're talking about $450,000 here. Now, here's the ironic part about the entire situation. When he died, his ex-spouse also actually passed during that time. All that money went to basically someone that wasn't even related to, you know, to the family. And here's the, the, the most important part. If he just would have changed his beneficiary form and wasn't lazy about it, all the money would, would have went to his daughter. And I know it sounds odd that his daughter didn't get anything, but the U.S. Supreme Court held this up and all that money ended up going to someone that wasn't even related and more importantly, to someone that didn't even get along with that particular daughter, all, all $450,000 of it. So the importance of being able to update your beneficiary form is very important. You are the one responsible for it. It is not up to anyone else to be able to update that beneficiary form. You are the sole, sole owner in order to make sure that happens. So when it comes to the, you know, to the time for your family and loved ones to make decisions after you are gone, knowing your wishes can help them make decisions that honor you and your legacy and give meaning to what you leave behind, that's why you really need to do a plan. Don't put it in, in this case, like I just mentioned a second ago, don't put it in the courts, take care of it yourself. 
Well, yeah, Corey, you just illustrated why it's so important that even if you have a will or have clearly laid out your intentions, uh, the beneficiary listed in your assets, whether it's a 401k or IRA, the point of that story is the beneficiary exceeds all. Legally, that's what they'll look at, even if it says something different in the will. Is that correct? That is correct. I mean, it's up to you. And again, a will just basically goes to court. But when it comes to 401ks, IRAs, and especially IRAs, it's the beneficiary that's actually on that particular investment is where it goes. Well, so what are some of the basic steps of estate planning? Well, according to an article titled The Basics of Estate Planning, even if you don't think you have an estate by Gary Deck on Life Happens website, there are four steps to estate planning. First, you need to decide who the recipients of your estate will be. This will make sure that your financial dependents, family, friends, and or spouses, or whomever you want to be your beneficiary is correctly listed. Next, you need to decide on an estate plan. This can help your loved ones avoid unnecessary legal and financial burdens and help make sure your final wishes are carried out. Simply, it's, it's very simply this. This allows you to make sure it goes to where you want it to go, and it's not gonna put any added pressure if you don't have something in writing on your family in order to try to implement your final wishes or think about that. There are also a handful of factors to take into consideration when choosing an estate plan, which includes, have you created a will? Now, here's the one thing that's interesting about a will. Everybody thinks, well, I did my will, I'm gonna avoid probate. 100% of wills go to probate court. You need to fund your assets the correct way and we can help you with that. Do you have a living will? Does someone have a power of attorney? Who will care for your children, especially if they're, if they're under the age of 21? Should you have a revocable trust or irrevocable trust? We can actually help you or guide you through the steps so you can answer all these type of questions. Third, you're gonna wanna, you might want to purchase life insurance, especially if someone else depends on you financially. And if something would happen unexpectedly, you wanna make sure that they're gonna be taken care of. And lastly, you should organize yourself and finances. Having your finances organized will help with a smooth transition of your estate. And again, we can, we can help you through that, which is why we meet with our clients minimally on an annual basis to review all of their assets and make sure that all their beneficiaries and their wills and, as, you know, and trust have been updated accordingly. Well, that's great. So how important is it to work with a financial professional when working on your financial legacy? Well, working with a trusted financial professional can help you sift through your documents and meet your goals. And we've discussed this, uh, you know, in some previous shows, but I'd always want to make sure I'm dealing with somebody that has the fiduciary responsibility and not just suitability. We, at Safe Harbor, we are a fiduciary, we have a fiduciary responsibility to help you, which basically means we have to work in your best interest. And that's why you really want to deal with some, a financial professional that has fiduciary responsibility. And here's, you know, here's one thing that, that definitely does happen over time. Things change. Relationships evolve. And the way you would like your legacy organized needs to adapt to these changes that happen throughout your life, which is why you want to review all this stuff, on an, at least on a minimum, on an annual basis. There, there, you know, there may be new children or, or grandchildren in your family. And in some cases, you may have gone through a divorce or remarried, or maybe even some of your beneficiaries have gone through that process. 
but a professional will regularly review your legacy assets and ask you the questions to make sure that everything is up to date and that the current organization reflects your current wishes. Well, that's great. That's some really, really good advice. You make some great points there, Corey. So you've provided a lot of great insight today. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss before we go? Well, thanks, Tony, for joining me this week. And yes, before we go, I want to know you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Again, that's safeharboroh.com, or you can call our office at 614-760-0670. Again, that's 614-760-0670 to receive a complimentary sample of our From the Heart Journal. Or you can also go to our website and schedule a free complimentary meeting or give us a call as well. But one of the things that we do love is giving our clients this, we love giving them this journal because they can take it with them wherever they go and whenever they need it, they have it. However, it's really only the first step. So please utilize this journal and contact me to assist you on the path to solidifying your financial legacy. Well, thanks, Corey. This concludes today's show. And next week, we'll be back with more from Corey Sickle at Safe Harbor and Financially Tuned. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at safeharboroh.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 